here's a message from Ken Lavica. Putting some names on some NFL trophies. Stone Labanowitz hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken Lavica Live. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. Turn it up. Turn it up! Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 1063. The NBA this morning did something that I don't know. I don't know quite yet how I feel about it. It makes sense, and it certainly is is paying homage to its history, but I don't know yet if I'm all in. But it has sparked questions within me, curiosity within me. And for that, it has earned the right to be discussed here on Ken Levick Alive. Ken Levick Alive on a Tuesday here on ESPN 106.3, free ESPN app, and on your smart speaker. And a John Levin Accident Attorney Studios downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers, off of the sparkly and cloudless Intracoastal. Stone the Bandwitz, Friday Night Lights, Radio Life Partner, runs this catastrophe until 2 o'clock. Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX, Fox 29, in his Tuesday seat. Now, before we dig in here, uh, obviously need to, uh, to to send condolences to not only the Mississippi State football family, not only the Washington State football family, not only the Texas Tech football family, but all of those who have intersected with, and we're talking thousands, maybe millions of people uh, who have had some sort of interaction and or relationship Relationship with Mike Leach, who has passed away at age 61. He passed last night after a, a, an urgent health incident in his home earlier this week. It appears to be a heart problem. Uh, he was on life support in Jackson, Mississippi, and last night Mike Leach passes away at age 61. Now, Mike Leach is someone who I actually met in passing one time, one time. It was at a, a charity event in Boca, but he had a home in Key West. He loved Key West. He spent a lot of time in Key West, and so it's not just that Mike Leach, you can argue, is one of the single greatest offensive pioneers in the history of college football, and it will be debated, but there's no doubt he's in the discussion of uh, the small group of people that introduced the air raid that completely changed how we look at offensive football in college and even at the high school level. Um, But he also is, without question, one of the most unique, one of the most interesting, uh, weirdest human beings that has ever held a head coaching position in major college football. And I, 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 a couple of weeks ago, we talked about some of the more overrated um, uh, sports personalities. And for me, from what you see on the field, I mentioned Mike Leach. But, Stone, you remember, one of the things I absolutely gave him credit for is, good God, is he constant entertainment. Constant entertainment and a wildly brilliant human being. Yeah, I think he's top two and he's not two when it comes yeah. to... Yes, there's never been another human right. being like him to coach mm-hmm. football. Ever. At all. 
at all. Um, but one thing I wanted to play here, and I want to go back to the year 2008. You were 10 years old, right, Stone? Yeah, that would make me 10 years old. 10 years old. I think Theo will remember this. 2008, for whatever reason, this has always stood out for me. And I even went in a, a wormhole. Um, uh, I went down a YouTube wormhole like three weeks ago, randomly. That 2008 Saturday, number one Texas mm. at number six Texas Tech. A battle of undefeateds in the Big 12. If you remember, college game day had never been to Texas Tech before, so it was a big deal. And that's when Bobby Knight was still at Texas Tech. And so he did. He was the celebrity guest picker, and he drops in front of that massive crowd in Lubbock earlier that day. I have a lot of people that I like in Texas. But he goes, I hope to God we beat their ass today. And everybody <laughs> went crazy. And then Lee Corso puts on the Red Raider head. I don't know the mascot's name. And it takes the the double shooters. And he's Pete or something like that. Something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I think it's like Pete. Right. Yeah. And he starts firing these pistols into the air. And Kirk Herbstreet is ducking. And it was a whole chaotic scene. But it fit. Like, Texas Tech. I don't know if you've ever been to Lubbock. Have you been to Lubbock? On purpose, no. Okay. And I'm from But Texas. you've been to Lubbock. You've been to Lubbock. Well, no, I'm, I'm saying I've, I've literally, I've avoided going to Lubbock. Oh. I've not been to Lubbock. No, I'm sorry. I have been yeah. to Lubbock. I have been there twice. Once driving through and once for FAU basketball. Mm. And it is, I mean, it is middle of yes. nowhere. There's not a single thing around it. So, like, that Lubbock feel was just... I mean, anything can happen because you're in weird, weird alien territory. And then that night, that game absolutely is one of the most insane college games I've ever seen in prime time with Brent Musburger, with Kirk Herbstreet, and Texas Tech's in field goal position with with eight seconds left to go. And instead of setting themselves up for a game-winning field goal Mm. in true Mike Leach fashion, he says, hey, Graham Harrell, Air it out. And Graham Harrell found Michael Crabtree for one of the most memorable college football moments of my life on ESPN. Second down now. Deep strike. Got the big man. Crabtree pulls free. And touchdown. Red Raiders with a second to go. I mean, just listen to that, man. And Musburger rules. He did not step out of bounds. And Harold just put this up, relying on the best receiver in college football to make a play, and the strength of so his hands. Good. Big time players make big plays in big games, and that's what Michael. And I love that. Like I, for whatever reason, I love that. And none of that exists without Mike Leach at all. And Mike Leach being endlessly interesting. This was from this past season on SEC Network after a win over Vanderbilt. Not talking about his team. Not talking about their performance. Not talking about a Bulldogs win. But instead, we have a nearly one minute and 20 second diatribe on Halloween candy from Mike Leach. We talked about on the broadcast how you hate candy corn. What's your favorite Halloween candy? Candy corn. I mean, I completely hate candy corn. Uh, (laughs) uh, When I was a kid, well, gummy bears. Let's see. Gummy bears for sure. Sour or regular? Uh, um, the, the, the hair bow. It's got to be the hair bow ones. <laughs> and then uh, the other thing I like is uh, is when they used to have the, the uh, sprees in a box. Outstanding. You have to go to the dollar store to find it. Hell yeah. But I do. And then the latest, the, the latest, you know, there's still candy innovation, although a while back I 
found that Europe had better candy than we did overall because <laughs> they have gummy everything. And then, uh, but uh, um, the, uh, you know, they have those Nerds Clusters, which is new. The gummy. Yeah, which is good. The Nerds Clusters is good. And then if you go chocolate, uh, probably Almond Joy. Love it. Hopefully you'll get some of that next week. Yeah, yeah we'll see. Thank- <laughs> uh, and by the way, he makes a great point about the Spree. Spree, by the oh way, is goodness. one of the most underrated candies of all time. <laughs> Doesn't get nearly enough credit for what it is, but Spree was so much better in the box than you get it in the roll now. That that like that, uh, that, that, that stick. The sleeve. Yeah, yes, yeah it's not the, good enough. Sweet Tarts bounced them out the club, yeah. and, and we, and we yeah, didn't want that to happen. That's true. Sweet Tarts overshadowed Spree. If Spree would have stayed in the box, mm-hmm. it would have changed the trajectory of oh, yes. Spree. So, but that's the thing. Mike Leach, common man. He's certainly he gets- a common man. He was a man with a law degree who decided, after not playing any college football in his life, ah, I'm going to go to San Luis Obispo and be a, an offensive line coach for $3,000. And then he parlayed into one of the most generational coaching careers in terms of influence on the game that, that we have ever seen. And so I wanted to mention that right off the top because it is it, uh, Cliff Kingsbury said it today in a statement through the Arizona Cardinals, um, his former quarterback at Texas Tech, uh, and uh, then... Uh, uh, coached under Mike Leach as well. He's part of what it is a very impressive coaching tree. Mm. Cliff Kingsbury said that college football is significantly less interesting without Mike Leach. And damn it, if that isn't the truth. And again, like I said, he loved Key West. He had a home in Key West. And Mike Leach came closer to becoming Florida Atlantic's coach in 2011 than many people know. And so we're going to discuss that with former FAU athletic director and former classmate of Mike Leach at BYU, Craig Angelos, at around 110 here today on Ken Levick Alive and get the story behind that because I believe there was one and maybe multiple face-to-face meetings in Key West between Craig and Mike Leach, but we'll get to the bottom of that when when Craig Angelos joins us at right around 110. Um, All right, so I woke up this morning and outside of... Of, of finding out the news about Mike Leach. And Stone and I had been texting last night. It seemed like it, it, we, it, everybody knew down in Mississippi what the outcome was going to be and that he wasn't going to last through the night, and that ended up being accurate. My attention was also pulled by the NBA. The NBA has decided that its postseason individual awards are all now going to pay homage to former NBA greats. The regular season ones, because they the did the regular postseason season last year. Right, they're yeah. right, because uh, Larry Bird is on the, the East the East, uh, the East MVP, or is East, that the... It was the Eastern Conference Championship MVP. And then Magic and Johnson's Magic the, the Western West Conference, Final, yeah. right. And then the finals MVP was was uh, Bill Russell. Bill Russell is I the believe. finals MVP, yeah. I believe, yes. Oh, yeah, that's always been, yeah. Um, so, Michael Jordan, the the in true corporate fashion, the Kia MVP award is now... The Michael Jordan <laughs> Kia MVP award. But Michael Jordan now has his name on the NBA MVP award. Seems pretty cut and dry, right? Yeah. I, if there was one name where we would say, hey, retired player, who should be on the NBA's MVP award, all three of us would say Michael Jordan. Easily. Um, of course. Yeah. So then there's the Hakeem Olajuwon trophy. For defensive player of the year, nine-time all-defensive team selection, one defensive player of the year in 93 and 94, Akeem Olajuwon. The Wilt Chamberlain Trophy for rookie 
of the year. Chamberlain won Rookie of the Year and MVP in 1960. The John Havlicek Trophy for Sixth Man of the Year. Mm. And the George Mikan Trophy for Most Improved Player. So interesting. I, I think it's cool. The NBA does a great job of recognizing the past. Their 50-year anniversary team, the top 50, the top 75, they did a couple of years ago. And boy, let me tell you, did I feel old when I vividly remembered the, the top 50 players of all time, the team they put together. And then mm-hmm. 25 years later, they did the 75, and I've been alive for both of them. Mm. That, for me, was truly... It's, it, it, it's coaches, head coaches that are younger than me, in pro sports and the NBA having its top 50 and top 75 teams in my lifetime. Those are the two things that have made me feel the oldest in my entire life. I still remember when I was in college and a couple of buddies of mine were sitting around. We're like, yo, Anthony Davis is younger than us. Mm-hmm. And and it was a mm-hmm. crazy like thing for us to realize then. And that made me feel, oh, not even want to start thinking about what NBA rookies are what age they are now. I'll say this. It was much easier for me, young, just getting into sports broadcasting, younger guy, to criticize athletes because they were almost universally older than me. Now, I'm older than pretty much all of them other than Tom Brady. And so that makes me sports talk bloviating old man scumbag, right? When I'm getting on 24-year-old, 25-year-old Javon Holland for missing a tackle. <laughs> yeah. Like, bro, you're 38, man. Grow up. Be an adult. Sorry. <laughs> this, is the, this is the path I've plied. Comes it's how it. I, get, I get paid, okay? It, I'm not proud of it, but it's how I make my living. Yeah, but I, I, I think you uh, gain credibility by doing so because you've seen plenty of Javon Hollands, you know, throughout the decades. Mm-hmm. That's but right. It, it's tough to say That's decades, right. though, because it literally has been it decades. It has literally been decades. Wow. Sweet Jesus God. Wow. Um, but I was, I was thinking about it. I'm like, that's interesting. That's a novel approach from the NBA. And they didn't wait for LeBron James to retire before they started putting names on these honors because there would be a huge push, I think, for the LeBron James MVP award. We're constantly having this discussion about who's the GOAT, who's the greatest of all time. Yeah, The newer generation, the NBA, they didn't tease that this was happening. They just did it. And so this eliminates LeBron, at least for the foreseeable future, having his name on any sort of trophy. What about the NFL? What about the NFL? Because let's just stick with the MVP award for a moment. There's one name and one name only, I think, that everybody would gravitate towards to put this person's name on the MVP trophy. Uh Uh-oh, I think I might divert. And that's Tom Brady, right? Of course. Wow. I would have said Peyton Manning. But So this this goes to that. Peyton Manning is the one that's retired. Right. But there's no way. There's no way if Tom Brady was retired as well, there is no way that you're winning that debate. Well, there's the prob- not a chance in hell that you're winning that debate that Peyton yeah. Manning should have his name on an MVP award over Tom Brady. Well, I would say I would prefer Tom Brady be like the Super Bowl MVP award. You know, like his trophy should be more you know, angled towards that whereas I look at Peyton Manning or Dan Marino as maybe the greatest regular season quarterbacks of all time. We're talking about retired guys. Yeah, I agree with you there, and I didn't at first, but I do think that that 
Super Bowl MVP award should be named after Tom Brady. It would be the most fitting. There's that nobody would, who's played in as many the, Super Bowls. But the NFL MVP for a season is more prestigious than the Super Bowl MVP. It kind of is, but also which trophy would a player rather be hoisting at the end? And what has Tom Brady built his legacy on? It's not just been about these prolific regular seasons. It's about winning Super Bowls. And it's kind of like for for Bill Russell. like His name is on the finals MVP in right. the NBA because he's won 11 of them. And he's the guy you think of when you think about championships. Whereas Michael Jordan... Okay, and the guy who invented the sport, his name is on... the uh, Well, well, well Larry O'Brien. Yeah. Sorry, I was thinking of uh, Naismith. I was wrong there. Sorry. Oh, okay. Larry I thought you were going there. Yeah. So I was going to ask, though, for, so for the NFL... So forget everything I just said. Jerry West. No, for the, <laughs> for the guy that invented the sport. Uh-huh. Yes. No, for the NFL, though, and we might have to look this up, and maybe I should know, is it the Lamar Hunt trophy? Yes. That's, no, that's the AFC championship. That's the AFC championship. What's the MVP trophy named after in the NFL for the... For the There's Super not. Bowl. I, it's, it's literally the most valuable player. Yeah. Super Bowl MVP. MVP. Okay, right. so I would, have a name. I would think regular season MVP would not be Tom Brady. But okay, maybe that, that's the reason why you're bringing this up. But how, how would it not be? Because Tom Brady, to me, is more associated with championships and not regular Doesn't season Doesn't Tom Brady have, the, have more MVP awards, though, than Peyton Manning? Yeah, I would almost guarantee that without, without ex- knowing off the top of my head oh. if that's true or not. Let's see. Uh, Three-time NFL MVP, uh, Tom Brady. Let's just check out Peyton Manning real quick in this equation. He was a – oh, no, he was five-time. Yeah. He was a five-time. Oh, it puts a wrench in things. Interesting. So you have team awards. Team awards, that's Vince Lombardi, George Alice, Lamar Hunt, Brunswick, Balke, Ed Thorpe. All the individual awards don't have names, and then that's when you get into the Walter Peyton Man of the Year, Bart Starr, Art Rooney, but individual, no names. Wow. So, so I also think, though, that there needs to be homage paid to generations previous to the one that we've lived in. And Peyton Manning, obviously, we're all old enough to have remembered seeing him play. Yeah. Um, there are many more people out there that were alive to see Peyton Manning play than there were to see Michael Jordan play, right? Yeah, like Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan and Hakeem Olajuwon are the newbies, all things considered, in these lines of MVP honors. Everything is preceding them before that. So Peyton Manning's an obvious answer here. But what if we're going to pay attention to a decade earlier, two decades earlier, three decades earlier? Retired NFL player that should have his name on the NFL MVP award. Now, now, Theo says Peyton Manning. Theo says Peyton Manning. Okay, that's fine. And I think that's a place where most people are going to go. But what about someone whose right arm was almost singularly responsible for the modern era of passing offense Uh-oh. that we enjoy in the West Coast offense? And that is Joe Montana. Mm-hmm. Mm. Joe Montana, you can absolutely make a case for what he did. Four-time Super Bowl champion, three-time Super Bowl MVP. Joe Montana, who was the face of the NFL, who was the face of the sport. And I would argue, too, that Joe Montana didn't share it nearly as much as Peyton Manning shared it with Tom Brady. And lost it with Tom Brady. Not just shared it, but lost it. Mm -hmm. As in, like, he was on the... The losing end of that battle more right. times than not. And as in, too, Joe Montana, that dude flat out did not lose Super Bowls. He just did not. He went there, and the 49ers won Super Bowls. I think Joe Montana should have his name on the NFL 
MVP award. And if that's the criteria that he went to Super Bowls and didn't lose, it would match up, right, with the Michael Jordan kind of being the MVP because he went to the finals and he never lost. Never like, lost. It was it, So they're similar in that aspect. What about you, Stone? The young. I want to hear what the youngster has to say. The 24-year-old Stone Labano. He has to be retired so he can't be playing for the Packers. Right. He, he was, <laughs> you weren't even alive to see the Kansas City Chiefs version of Joe Montana. Yeah, hell no, I wasn't, but <laughs> you're right on with the Packers stuff, right? Him and Aaron <laughs> Rodgers and Peyton Manning, the only quarterbacks to win more than three MVPs, right? So uh, glad he's not retired or else I'd be going him <laughs> for both you guys. But no, I have to go Peyton Manning. I, 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 I don't think this one is necessarily hard. <laughs> I think you have an argument with Joe Montana per se, but Peyton Manning was somebody that I watched that I understood at the time watching was probably the best player in the league at the time. So that's fitting for me. I think it should be Peyton Manning. I'm going to go with Joe Montana. Theo and Stone say Peyton Manning, but I think where someone sits generationally matters oh, yeah. as well. And I think that's why I may have more of an affinity right now for Joe Montana mm. than I do Peyton Manning. When I was growing up, there was no equal to Joe Montana. He was the guy with that cool name, with the 49ers, who were the dominant team of the 80s. Now, some would argue, if you're looking at the dominant team of the 90s, Troy Aikman. No. Why wouldn't his name be on the NFL MVP? Because honor? it doesn't deserve he to be He was the there. quarterback of the best team of the 90s. The That's, team of the 90s. Uh, I'm glad you brought that up, and I'm glad to be able to kind of close that case. If <laughs> Troy Aikman's name even enters the realm of possibility for name on the MVP trophy, we are doing this wrong. So what, what, what are, though, it, the NFL MVP? I think we can all agree. No matter if the Super Bowl MVP is the one you want to have at the end of the year, it's the most prestigious honor in the NFL, right? There is no greater award, individual award, than the NFL MVP. What are the stipulations that make one eligible to be in this conversation? Because it also shouldn't just be quarterback. Is it that great? Is it is it the greatest award in the NFL? I mean, yes. I know it's, it's the best individual honor like, in the NFL. Like, yeah, I like Matt Ryan won it. Like Cam Newton won. Okay. But in those years, they were the most valuable and players in the league. Matt are you, Ryan. Are you we, really going to discredit what yeah, Cam Newton did and, in yeah, that I was season? Say, and we use that MVP award as really it the basis for defending look, look, Cam hey, Newton's entire legacy and career. You Ky can't just backtrack Ky on it now. Kyler Murray has his big contract. Lamar Jackson just won his MVP, but nobody wants to pay him. Like, obviously, the MVP award should be, but I don't know if it gets enough credit to those who have won it. Because I see guys like Lamar Jackson and my favorite player of all time in football, Cam Newton, constantly get disrespected despite the fact that they were, and in those years that they won it, it was undoubtedly them as the MVPs of the NFL. But then Does how can matter? you say Peyton Manning should be, he's the best regular season quarterback of all time when that's patently untrue. Drew Brees has more passing yards than Peyton Manning. Yeah, well, I just Drew remember. Drew Brees was a better regular season quarterback. How many MVPs did Drew Brees even end up with? And Drew Brees beat Peyton Manning in a Super Bowl. That's right. Well, let's not bring up Super Bowls with Peyton Manning. Okay, but you're bringing up. He, he has one and a half. By that standard, then regular season, Drew Brees also better than Peyton Manning. Drew Brees would be a name that I would consider, but I just don't remember too many individual seasons. Including where I was touchdown like, passes. Drew Brees never, never won the MVP. That's what I was about to say. I can't remember any time. And this is, again, I'm just going off of my my recollection. I'm not looking at the numbers here. But, like, again, do you can you think of one singular year where you were like, man, that was the Drew Brees year? 2009. All right, 
the year that he won the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, of course. All right, but I'm saying, and was that because of how much he just dominated the regular season and looked like the yes. best player the whole year? Are you going to pull up Hurricane Katrina as the reason that we remember no, no, that? I'm Are you going to do that? that? I'm not saying that we remember it because it ended with the Super Bowl championship. If he doesn't get, if Tracy Porter doesn't happen, if Brett Favre doesn't throw the ball willy nilly around the field, like, do we still remember that season in the same way? Yes. Despite, no, no, no. They were the best. Saying, yes. They were the best story in football how many, in the last thirty years. How many seasons from Peyton Manning do you remember though? despite him not having the postseason success, because that was year after year after year of my childhood watching Peyton Manning and the Colts run through the regular season only to lose to the Steelers or the Patriots in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And then Drew Brees went to a new city, immediately brought them to an NFC title game in 2006, lost to the Bears. Two years later, they're in the Super Bowl, and they win a championship. Okay, I'm sorry. Well, how about this? If you never won the trophy, you can't be the trophy. And a two-time NFL Offensive Player of the Year. I would argue that he didn't win the trophy because Tom Brady was well, Peyton Manning played in Tom Brady's era too and won five of them. You 100% cannot get the trophy named after you if you've never won that <laughs> He's trophy. never won this. Like Adrian Peterson has a better case than okay. Drew Brees. All I'm saying is that the – and and uh, by the way, he's going to discredit Matt Ryan winning the yeah. MVP. I, Matt I Ryan like, – Matt. Uh, I, I mean, <laughs> I, I just – I don't I don't know where we draw the line with this. And you're right, probably shouldn't give it to someone who hasn't won it, but if we're going to say Peyton Manning's the best regular season quarterback, that's not true. That's not true. Drew Brees was better than him. <sighs> so are we honoring regular season performance with the MVP award or people yeah. that just won the MVP award? Well, like, what are we doing? Th- now I that's mean, that's where the, so the line was saying Drew Brees supposed to win the MVP then? 2009. <laughs> Would you be saying that if you didn't win the Super Bowl though? And so Peyton Manning won the MVP I bet that his year. Numbers weren't Peyton Manning won the better. MVP that year in 2008 yeah. when it, when Drew Brees could have won it. He was the offensive player of the year instead. And again, the head-to-head, Brees Manning, Drew Brees won it and didn't throw a crushing pick in that game to lose it. Yeah, mm. Manning was terrible in head-to-heads, especially in games that counted. But and that's the knock on Manning and that was the knock on him during his career and even afterwards when you look back at it, but when you talk about regular season success and pure raw numbers, Peyton Manning was doing it at a prolific rate and winning MVPs, so I just don't know how it's not a Manning trophy. Which retired? And I hate Peyton Manning. Which retired NFL player? Which retired NFL player should be should have his name on the MVP award, the regular season MVP award? No matter what Theo wants to hedge on, it is the most significant <laughs> individual award in the NFL. Which retired NFL player should have his name? on the regular season MVP award. And notice how it's been all quarterbacks. Yeah. I'm curious if there's any argument to be made for any non-quarterback with this. Who is the retired player that should have his name NBA style on the NFL MVP award? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And tweeted us at KLV1063. I say Joe Montana. Because I was coming of age as an NFL fan when Joe Montana was the guy. He was the man in uh, Bill Walsh turned George Seifert's West Coast offense. Mm. Theo's going with Peyton Manning. Stone's going with Peyton Manning. But I do think this comes down to being generational. Yeah. Which retired NFL player should have his name on the MVP award? 888-760-3776. 760-3776. And again, tweeted us at KLV1063, at KLV1063. There's no doubt the MVP 
when you're experiencing foot and ankle pain is Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. See an expert in the field of Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. All right. We are going to, uh, I was going to ask Stone, but I'm going to make an executive decision. Theo, you want to bang through some calls here? Let's do it. Let's bang through some calls. Stone, we're good with that? We're good? I'm getting permission here? Yeah, absolutely. I want to make sure I clear it by the boss. Awesome. All right. Which retired NFL player should have his name put on the NFL MVP award, 888-760-3776. Let's start off our proceedings on this Tuesday in Riviera Beach with Leo. What's up, Leo? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. I'm still reeling from that Dolphins loss, but oh, we won't get into that. Oh, boy. No, you can, you can get into it. I mean, I do think it's healthy not to keep everything pent up, um, uh, all of the emotions. I I – I got it out yesterday on the show, and it felt great. And I am uh, – listen, I've come to terms with the fact that the playoffs might not happen for this team. I'm not buying 74%. I don't mm. like the schedule the rest of the way, and I don't like the lack of adjustments from uh, from the head coach. Yeah, you do have a point with those lack of adjustments, but I'm still a little bit more optimistic about the Finns. I just I just hate that, you know, Jalen Phillips can't be a superstar in this league if he if they call roughing the, the passer well, on every time he makes a good sack. That was worse than the Tom Brady roughing the passer earlier in the year against the Falcons. That was the worst roughing the passer penalty of the year, what happened to poor Jalen Phillips. We went from having the chance to to play field position and them being backed up, they would have had a punt backed up, but instead it was a fifteen yard penalty, they put him on the thirty three and I believe they ended up scoring on that drive. But Anyways, I think the MVP trophy should be named after, and I never really liked quarterbacks that much, so I kind of hate that it's a quarterback, quote-unquote quarterback award, but I think it should be named after Barry Sanders or Jim Brown. Barry Sanders, no te- no player, I'd argue, has ever been more valuable to their team than Barry Sanders. Hmm. And, then Jim, and then Jim Brown, no player, the Browns haven't been anything since Jim Brown. The last time they won a championship was with Jim Brown, so... And I and I and I almost see Jim Brown as that legacy guy, as as opposed as uh, close to Bill Russell. You know, Bill Russell was the ultimate winner, but Jim Brown was with the civil rights, uh, fighting for civil rights, and he was the best player on the Browns team. Brought them to the championships. Last time the Browns won the championship uh, was Jim Brown. So I'd say give it to Barry Sanders or. Name it after Barry Sanders That's and Jim Brown. Interesting. I like that. Some running back love from Leo. Now. Barry Sanders, I love the point that nobody may have ever been more valuable for his team. Barry Sanders was the Detroit Lions. Yeah, I mean, Barry Sanders was unequivocally the Detroit Lions. Did win the 97 NFL yep. MVP. So, if we're going by that parameter, that they have to have won the award previously, which disqualifies Drew Brees. By the way, it was really weird that I went so hard to bat for him after he tricked me into thinking he got hit by lightning. Uh, a couple of weeks ago in Venezuela. Um, Jim Brown, I like the Bill Russell comparison. I think there are a lot of parallels between Jim Brown mm-hmm. and Bill Russell. Jim Brown, three-time NFL MVP. Uh, as now, well. that might be, that was, uh, 
That's a solid one. That's pretty and good. And also, it's a nice one from back in the day. It's not forcing the quarterback issue. But right. the only thing I would say There's no is recency bias there. You're, you're able to combo his civil rights stuff with being valuable. Mm-hmm. I think it all fits. Just being a, a human. Right. Yeah. Which is why Bill Russell, I think, all uh, not only being one of the greatest players of all time, but Bill Russell's impact just mm-hmm. in life and humanity in general is why his name is on the MVP award in the finals. Yeah, I, and I like – and the one thing I would say, though, I feel like, you know – When's the next time do we have a non-quarterback MVP in the NFL? Like I don't know. Uh, it I might mean, be a decade. Like that's, and that's the being, thing. Who would even like? It, it is such an. They. I almost feel like. I almost feel like they should. The NFL should have a quarterback of the year award. Yeah. And then the MVP should be given to every other position. Yeah. The person who's making that push, I shouldn't say person, I should say player, but it's Michael Parsons. He's been the loudest voice on Twitter Tyree about- Kill, Tyree Kill's probably making a push for that too, but uh, yeah, he's been but Michael Parsons, uh, sorry to interrupt you. To your no. to your point, he has been yes, the biggest that, voice publicly. on saying why is this a quarterback award? And he's no. going after a lot of the guys in the media saying give me answers here. I think we would all agree. Yeah. It, it should be something that they figure out. I don't know what the solution is either. I don't know if you make a separate quarterback award because then it becomes complicated when you're trying to compare legacies and you're like, oh, let's say Patrick Mahomes. Let's say they do change it to just a quarterback-only award and or, or they, they make a new quarterback award. Well, then how do you go back and compare Mahomes' career to Manning's yeah. to Y.A. Tittle? But to, what I, well, it's weird yeah. that Y.A. Tittle somehow came to mind. I'm just thinking of, how I'm thinking of guys you brain- grew up watching. I'm just Trying to, I'm trying to get into your generation, like a, my generation. Like a Johnny United. Uh, yeah, Johnny here's United. What, but here's, here, here's what happened with Auto Theo. Graham. Here's what happened with Theo, though. <laughs> it is the, the objectively funniest old-timey NFL quarterback that you can think of because of his last name is Y.A. Yeah, Tittle. that's true. And that is why <laughs> it came to Theo's mind, and that's why that came out of his mouth. Because I've never watched him play a down of football. No, no. It, but in all in, in in all honesty, I know what happened there because I would have done the same thing. Yeah. Y.A. Tittle's name is objectively hilarious. Yeah, yeah. And so we're immature, and of course our mind would go to that. It's just this, it, it's an, you don't forget the name. You don't. No, yeah. no. Tittle. <laughs> Louie in Riviera Beach. What's up, Louie? What's going on, guys? I'm still, I'm still uh, rooting for my Dolphins to go 12 and five. All right, mm-hmm. but no pizza party, no pizza <laughs> party, though, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but hey, this, hey, we still have hope alive. That's right. We got to win right. four straight. We That's right. Win four straight. So, so, uh, oh, sorry about this ambulance. Uh, but yeah, if I were to go for the MVP, I'm sorry. Hold on. Yeah, everything okay, okay over little, there? Yeah, I, I, it's not you're, for you, you're not in the crosshairs of uh, uh, of the board, no, right? No. Okay, all right. I just wanted to make sure we were all right. Okay, so the uh, MVP, I think, in my opinion, if it were to be renamed, it should, you know, to be fair, um, I would say Peyton Manning because he won the most regular season MVPs. Okay, so you agree with Stone and you agree with Leo. Now, I would or counter. Theo. Yeah. I, I, what did I say? You said Leo. Oh, Theo. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm sure Leo's on board too. <laughs> sorry, Tittle. Um, what what <laughs> what I would say then is the old man is that you're suffering from recency bias. May I may I ask you how old are you? I'm 32. Uh huh. See, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. Theo, you're not quite 30 yet, I'm right? 29. 29. Yeah. All right, you're in the same ballpark, and then you're just a baby stone. Yep. All right. So 
Hey, I, Peyton Manning would probably be the leader in the clubhouse and appreciate the call. You'd have to G-check him on his age like that, though. He, he said Peyton Manning has the most MVPs of all time. I know that this is simply me um, going through a social experiment, a context. Right, exactly. We I know. need to collect data or data. Uh, depending on how you want to pronounce it. But I that would lend to me saying that this is generational. I think that someone like me, I, I think even Emmett Smith, Mark messages Emmett Smith. What? If we're all time all time great rusher. Dude, you can't I mean, have a reaction like rusher. that if you've never watched Emmett Smith play down a I've football. Seen, I've it's seen hard. downs of Emmett Smith though. I've seen On plenty YouTube. of downs. Yeah, for sure. So I it's but hard I to make a But I also know the there. career accolades of Emmett Smith and I know that when we're talking about a guy who's who's who the, should be the, the MVP greatest trophy, rusher of all time. It's not going to be Emmitt Smith. Why? He's the greatest single rusher of all time. And I think the, some of the criteria yeah, that we're missing great. here is you. I think you have to be beloved, right? Like when we talk about Troy Aikman, I don't think that he's necessarily. But Emmitt Smith. Emmitt Smith was the face was of that beloved. Cowboys team. He was beloved. Mm. He was the face of America's MVP, team. The, the MVP trophy. You can say he's the greatest rusher of all time, but is he the greatest running back of all time in the NFL? Nobody would definitively say that unless you're a Cowboys fan. I don't know. You can give me a – what? Where, where, Smith, where else are you going at the running back position besides a Barry? How about guys that we already had named for this MVP trophy? Barry Sanders, but we can talk about him playing nine seasons in the league, ten seasons. Jim, Jim Brown, Brown played nine Barry, seasons in the Jim league. Jim Brown and Barry Sanders, especially at their apex, much better rushers than Emmitt Smith. Walter, they were and better running No, backs. just because they were flashier doesn't mean that they, they were. were he was flashier doesn't mean that, that that Barry Sanders was collectively better. Barry Sanders had more Errol highlight Campbell. reel runs. Errol and Campbell. Okay. Errol Campbell better running back. Walter I Payton. Name guys Walter Payton. Walk. Walter Payton. Yeah. He can have the man of the year and the MVP award. So Emmett Smith. Any Herschel Walker guys in here? <laughs> so, <laughs> that'll Emmett, be, that, who gets his vote? Uh, <laughs> that'll be overrated trade of the year. Yeah. Yeah, we'll put, we'll put the Herschel's Walker, Herschel Walker's name on that. Uh, who, which retired NFL player... Which retired NFL player should have his name on the NFL MVP award? And let's add an additional question. Which defensive player most deserves to have his mm. name on the NFL MVP award? Because, damn it, those are people too. Okay? I'm so sick of everything being offense heavy. Not only am I tired of everything being quarterback heavy, we get it. You can rifle the football. But what about... What about the guys who are delivering the hits? What about the guys who are getting at the quarterback, making the tackles, the grunts? I want I want us to give a defensive player some love here. Which defensive player should have his name on the NFL MVP award? Which retired NFL player, period, should have his name on the NFL MVP award? Tell us, 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. That's 888-760-3776, and tweeted us at KLV1063. He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. <laughs> From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Well, I've got a new person that I'm mad at in sports. Joe Lunardi? We've got problems. He's a numbers guy, right? ESPN's Joe Lunardi. He is the bracketologist at ESPN. 
He has put out his first bracket of the year in college basketball. I believe it's the first. His first four out feature Penn State, Rutgers, Ole Miss. Don't say it. Don't say it. And FAU. Florida Atlantic is on Joe Lunardi's first four out in bracketology. That's okay. Now, that's what I'm not unbelievably angry at that. I mean, one, if you've seen FAU play, you know they're in. Right now. Like, they're in. Yeah. And if they if the NCAA tournament started today, guess where FAU's going, Sweet 16? I said it. Wow. I said it! Also, they're going to be at auto bid anyway. What are we talking about? Damn right. Conference USA, you heard it here first. Two-bid league this year. That's all I'm saying. What are we talking about? Um, But Joe Lunardi, in his first four out, featuring Florida Atlantic, every other school has a logo next to their name. FAU's just blank. Uh, you mean to tell me you couldn't find the FAU mm. logo anywhere? ESPN and Joe Lunardi? Nowhere? You had no problem with the Ole Miss logo. Had no problem with the Penn State logo. Had no problem with the Rutgers logo. Hey, if you had a problem with the FAU logo, you know Ole Miss, that team that joins FAU first four out with this bracketology? Well, their current head football coach, he was at FAU, the school that you can't find a logo for. So just ask him. I'm sure he has something laying around. Talk to him. Lazy hacks yeah. at the worldwide leader. I... I'm offended. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. And also, Stone, what do you know about FAU basketball? I know that they just continuously bust ass wide Mm -hmm. open. And as Theo would say. (laughs) I can't wait to pound those guys. Because that's just all they do (laughs) to whoever steps on the court with that. That's this right. Is escalating. St. Thomas tomorrow, by the way, uh, visiting FAU at the Eleanor R. Baldwin Arena, 7 o'clock tip. St. Thomas FAU tickets.com. Not that St. Thomas. NAIA St. Thomas. Uh, and then... Not the Minnesota St. Thomas? No. Oh. Then it's FIU in the Conference USA opener Saturday, 2 o'clock. Come see FAU. I mean, beat the all-living hell out of FIU. 2 o'clock Saturday, 866-FAU-WALLS and FAUtickets.com. All right. The NBA has put Michael Jordan's name on its MVP award, okay? And that's fair. But now, the NFL, I wouldn't be surprised if they followed suit. They kind of like where Adam Silver's going with this whole thing, and now Raj, Raj is going to jump on board. But it has to be a retired player. And that excludes Tom Brady, the obvious answer for the NFL MVP award. And Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers for the NFL MVP Can't forget about Aaron. Which retired NFL player should have his name on the NFL MVP award? And hey, why don't we throw some defense, some love as well? What defensive player, in addition, should have his name considered for the NFL MVP award? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Stone, where should we go here? Kevin in Lake Worth? Let's do Kevin in Lake Worth. Kevin is in Lake Worth. What's up, Kev? Doing good, doing good. So, <clears throat> defensive player, I think it's, I mean, pretty cut and dry, Lawrence Taylor. Okay. Um, yep. I, I don't think you can really argue that. <clears throat> uh, and then if we're going to go with the MVP, if we're not going with the person who's won the most in Peyton Manning and you, you don't want the recency bias, it has to go to Jim Brown, who won it three times uh, as a running back. Um, right. Putting putting Emmett Smith anywhere near Jim Brown or Walter Payton, Barry Sanders just doesn't <laughs> doesn't do it for me. Come on, thank you. The guy, the guy, the guy. Look, this is not taking anything away from Emmett Smith. This is just saying he's not one of those guys. Mm. He had a Hall of Fame quarterback, Hall of Fame wide receiver, and that offensive line. I think had three or four yeah. just from that offensive line in the Hall of Fame as well. 
The guy had everything catered to him, and he took full advantage of it, no doubt. But if we're sitting here and we're saying, I'm going to put Barry Sanders in that offense, or I'm going to put Jim Brown in that offense, or Walter Payton in that offense, are they not going to do the same, if not better, than Emmitt Smith did? Better. Barry Sanders on that Cowboys team? I mean, stop. But Emmitt Smith was was a more physical back. He was a more north-south yeah. back. And I would argue that he, what he did predicated everything Troy Aikman, Michael Irvin, uh, Jay Novacek, they were able to do. Yeah, yeah predicated everything right. Michael Irvin, Troy Aikman. Ken, what about Ermit Smith, though? I want to know about Ermit. Is that what I did? I say Ermit? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, uh, Kevin, appreciate the call. Come on, man. Y'all can't. Sorry, be- Leo. Yeah, yeah, I know. You're, you're screwing up names and you're throwing guys like Emmett Smith in with the actual great, great, greats. And it's just it's a little disrespectful when you talk about the Mount Rushmore of running backs. All right. The Mount, don't do the Mount Rushmore thing. <laughs> <laughs> don't do the Mount Rushmore the big thing. Of running back. Uh-huh. Chris in Riviera Beach. What's up, Chris? What's going on, guys? How are you? What's going on, brother? I'm gonna go with some defensive guys. Okay. I got a couple of them. Um, I would like it to be named after maybe like a Brian Dark or Brian Dawkins or a uh, Brian Brian Dawkins. Sean Taylor. Got it. Got it. I thought you were saying Brian Bosworth at first. I'm like, uh, Chris, we need nah. to have a conversation. <laughs> okay. okay. No, no, no. Brian Dawkins. If you if if you ever seen him play. Yeah, and I'm a Jets fan, so I'm gonna throw in. I'm gonna throw in some uh, Darrell Revis in there. Wow, mm-hmm. you're really going Revis, for it, Revis Island. <laughs> you yeah. are really Island going for it. Revis Island, really going for it. I appreciate you. I love this. Appreciate you, yeah. Brian Dawkins and Daryl Revis. Okay, I will say when I came Darryl up, Darryl who the hell is Daryl Revis? Darryl, Darryl. When I came Good up, stuff. Stone, Ermit Smith, Daryl Revis, <laughs> Leo Dorsey, we're flying today. <laughs> Goodness. Uh, let's head to Kevin, this time in West Palm. What's up, Kevin? Hey, hey. What's going on, brother? Hey, i tell you, I'll tell you something. I could take up this whole segment really with <laughs> defense, but uh, I'm going to throw in a couple on you. How about Ronnie Lott? Ronnie Lott's a great one. Man, cut yep. off his Ed damn tall Jones. fingers. Wait, who? Ed Too Tall Jones. Oh, we're going way back. All Ed right. Too Tall Jones. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. Lambert. Like Lambert. Yeah. Oh, Jack Lambert. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's that's yeah, good stuff. I'm sure you're, you were – I mean, I'm sure you remember Lyle Alzado. <laughs> what? Yep. You betcha. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Raiders. Theo, I, I can't even hear what, what was I'm, that? I'm, so what's happening here right now? Yeah, you're saying what's guys happening, that Kevin, the right 50s? now is you are you are what flexing are you you're flexing on Theo and Stone so hard yeah. um with your your sixties and seventies football behaviors, which I think is awesome. But Theo is think totally cool lost. No, he I mean is, he has no idea I'm who Lyle Alzado is. It, I mean it's fine. If we're gonna, <laughs> he has no if idea. I think that. I love it. I love it. No, 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 because this guy's not naming actual candidates. He's just flexing right now. It's fine. Let's just throw Ray Ninsky in the mix then if we're going to keep this thing going. (laughs) Oh, my God. That was a good reach there, Stone. Yeah, Jack Ham. I mean, we can go all day. I don't want to go all day on this. I have a couple. Keep uh, it rolling. I'll go ahead. Juwan. Juwan used to uh, intern here. He has a couple. Charles Woodson. Mm. Charles Woodson, Reggie White. LT, LT, who's been named. Now, LT, good. LT is probably, I would think, the one who's going to get the most votes here. Yeah, for sure. Now, Sean Taylor's name came up. If you want to make it a memorial award, either 
Sean Taylor or or Derek Thomas. I think those names. Yeah, give make it like a smaller award, like the most interceptions in a season award. A, and give it to Sean. I mean, give it to like Trayvon Diggs. Give it to the Sean Taylor award. I love the idea of that. Sean Taylor, yeah, it would it would have to be something more specific. I I wouldn't feel good about giving him like MVP. And I'm a huge Sean Taylor guy, obviously. Chiefs but. fan, you not a Derek Thomas guy. <laughs> oh, wow. Derek it's Thomas. like you just became a Chiefs fan last <laughs> yeah, week. Well, yeah, well, Derek, but still, even Derek Thomas, it's like, all right, yes, there should be something else, maybe, but not MVP of the NFL. Like, yeah, Lawrence Taylor's oh, got the stats here. So now the MVP award means something. The regular season MVP award means something. Oh. Oh. Well, you got, we're trying to make it mean something. We're, uh, trying to, we're trying to really, if we're going to do this, let's do it right, Ken. Stick, <laughs> stick with us. We'll keep taking your calls. We got, uh, we're, we're jammed up here. We'll keep taking your calls. I want to hear more retired players that should be on the NFL MVP award. And let's throw some defensive players out there as well. Lyle Alzado. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. Ken Levick Alive here on ESPN 106.3. Spring training is coming. The world champion Houston Astros, they call the ballpark of Palm Beach's home. The Washington Nationals, they've called the ballpark of the Palm Beach's home while they're world champions as well. But this current iteration, Astros, they are the world champs, and they're going to be strutting through the ballpark of the Palm Beach's spring training right around the corner. Tickets on sale now to see the Astros and the Nats. Ballparkpalmbeaches.com. The Astros and Nationals hosting teams like the Yankees. And the Red Sox. And more at the Ballpark of Palm Beaches. Ballparkpalmbeaches.com. Get your spring training tickets. See the best teams in baseball, including those champs from H-Town. Take the field in 2023 at the Ballpark of the Palm Beaches. Ballparkpalmbeaches.com. Deshaun Watson, H-Town. No, no, no. no. The city. As Theo Theo said yesterday, he's been excommunicated. He's been excommunicated. Oh, that's right. I talked to the mayor. All right. I talked to the mayor. And Bumby said he's done. <laughs> Bumby said he's done. <laughs> I talked to Trey the Truth. Uh-huh. Talked to Bumby. He's <laughs> out. He's out. So no more Deshaun Watson association with That's Houston. Right. Okay, just making sure. Just making sure. Yeah. It's- uh, one thing that um, crossed my mind uh, during the break, you realize that Mike Leach is going to the grave with an Egg Bowl championship in his possession. Yeah. Wow. Like, how badass is that? In the in the the Long annals of Mississippi football. Mike Leach is going to have a chapter unto himself because he is the only coach in the history of Mississippi State and Ole Miss to go to the grave with an Egg Bowl title in his possession. Mm. If that doesn't make him the patron saint of Mississippi football, I don't know what does. Like That's actually legitimately badass and something that I think is going to add to the lore of that weird, weird game. And I, I think to add on to it, he did it. As an underdog in that game, wasn't even favored over those rebels, and went and got it done. Awesome. I, not that not that he has passed, but that that's a cool way to like frame that story. Yes, I yes, think. yes, for sure. Uh, we will talk with former FAU athletic director Craig Angelos right around one ten. Uh, he tried to hire uh, Mike Leach to FAU in two thousand and eleven, and was a classmate of his 
in college. So we'll talk with Craig Angelos in just over 10 minutes' time. Let's get back to the phone. Stone, we're jammed, so come come help me if you could. Uh, talk we, to Damon in Jupiter. Damon in Jupiter. Damon, who's your retired NFL player? And give me someone on defense, too, to be uh, putting their name on that MVP trophy. Yeah, uh, well, it's David, not Damon. Sorry, but, uh, that's Stone's I, fault, by the yeah. way, just for the record. Thanks, Stone. <laughs> no the, the phones are uh, old. They, they, I almost <laughs> no called problem. it Damon again. Oh, Sorry, David. Dang. Uh-huh. You know, I, I know who it should not be for sure. Uh, there's one quarterback that holds the most first-round losses in the playoffs. Nine out of the 15 times that Peyton Manning took teams to the playoffs, Uh-oh. they were bounced in the first round. Uh-oh. And if we want... And I'm from Indianapolis originally. You know, if we if we look at people who attack Tom Brady because oh well he had Belichick Belichick and he had all this talent around him. If you gave any quarterback that type of talent, you know he would have won uh, that many Super Bowls too. Well, they did give a, a quarterback that level of talent, and his name was Peyton Manning, and he won one time in Indianapolis. Yeah, he was that team was way better than the New Orleans Saints. And they got bounced. They lost in the Super Bowl. One Super Bowl out of all of that, and his second one was on the coattails of a defense. And Theo wants to put his name on the the damn MVP trophy. Yeah, damn right, because as we talked about earlier, this is a regular season trophy. And what did I say about Peyton Manning? The greatest regular season quarterback of all time, in my humble opinion. Nothing to do with all those first-round exits. And also, I think he does lead – the NFL and all-time playoff losses as well. Appreciate so. you, David. Not Damon. David. I can I can sit here and rail on Peyton Manning all day as well if we want to, but we're talking about a regular season award. Rail on is what I said too. Yeah. Uh-huh. So yeah. next time we're talking about reg- <laughs> next time we're talking about regular season success, just keep some good optimistic energy about my boy Aaron Rodgers. Just I yes, love what you're doing I here with Peyton it. Manning. I know. I'm just saying I love yeah, what you're doing. I, love what you're doing here. I respect season, it. I yes, support it. Yes. Peyton Manning, sure. Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers, these are regular season savants. Mm-hmm. Just that's when right. The, when the playoffs come around, it just gets a little spooky. Hope <laughs> sound. That's <laughs> where we find Matt. What's up, Matt? Hey, Ken. How you doing, man? Congratulations on the show, buddy. Appreciate you. Um, I had a question, kind of. Well, not a question, but I kind of, I, I had a, a kind of an all alternative uh, suggestion, kind of out of left field. Okay. And got me thinking about prestigious, prestigious awards and. Um, why not? Why not try? Why not do it like how they do the green jacket with the Masters? Name the name the award after after the previous uh, recipient, and then the previous recipient uh, awards it to the newest newest recipient. I kind of like that, and, and I kind of just that's that's yeah, you know not the bad. NFL NFL MVP awarded you know presented by insert player's name. That's I, I mean just. I like the Just idea. To make it kind of more prestigious. Sure, appreciate the call, Matt. Um, I don't think they name the jacket after the, yeah. the person who won. They have the person who won. They'll present the jacket. But I like that idea and make it a helmet. Could you imagine Patrick Mahomes taking off his helmet and putting it on Tua? But now that's not, this is now today's not the time to be to be presenting that hypothetical. Actually, Ken, I understand. That. I cannot imagine that. I cannot. I'm glad you asked that question. I'm unable to imagine that scenario happening. But thank you for for proposing that question to me. That's my, a great hypothetical. My timing on that hypothetical not great. This is like when my fiance asked, he's like, "Hey, if I'm a goldfish, do you still want to marry me?" I'm like. 
well, it's it's impossible. <laughs> so, eh. should uh, should we go to to <laughs> Joe? Let's go to the big homie here on line one. Oh, big homie, what's up, homie? Hey, what's going on, y'all? Hey, why why my man was sounding like uh, Kevin Hart from Forty uh, Year Old Virgin when he was naming them old school players? <laughs> <laughs> He's like using a lot of big words. Donald. I'm gonna take them as disrespect. I'm gonna take that. Oh, so let's disrespect. move on with this. <laughs> <laughs> nah, for real. Hey, I was but, that. Real A, hey, fly Eagles fly real quick. You already know what it is. But uh if we're gonna talk MVP as an Eagles fan, mm-hmm. you gotta put uh Joe Montana on the MVP trophy. Okay. Joe Montana. Mm. Gotta go on there. And if we're gonna say defensive players, I'm gonna either go with Mean Joe Green, the cross, cross-town rival. Well, Reggie you White. Go Reggie White. Mm-hmm. Reggie, go Reggie, yeah. White. Reggie White's a great Reggie. one. And and I mentioned uh, those who who you're memorializing and appreciate the call, big homie. Yeah, I, I Reggie White absolutely is in that discussion. Maybe. I mean, some would argue maybe more so than LT, I think. Joe? In Jupiter. Hey, yep. Joe, I'm just wondering if you uh, you heard what Theo uh, was saying about Emmett Smith. I'm just wondering. And Emmett Smith. Yeah, I've been, I've, been, I've, been, I've been hearing it. Yeah, I've been, I've been hearing it. It's, 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 just, it's been bullying on me for a little bit. I just not got a chance to call. Once yeah. again, he's hating on 18 from Dallas. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just that's okay. That's it's okay. Really, it's really Theo, have you ever seen Emmett Smith play? Have you ever seen Emma Smith play? Yes. No, no, no. Talk to him, Joe. No, he hasn't. Of course he has not. I have literally. Who hasn't seen highlights of Emmett Smith? He saw Arizona (laughs) Cardinals. Okay, He saw Phoenix Cardinals. Also, I was about to say, I did see him play for the Cardinals. Yeah, Yeah. I definitely saw him doing that. Okay, let me just give you some. Let me just give you, first of all, he is the all-time leading rusher. Nobody will ever have as many yards as him That's right. Nobody did it it as long as he has. And I watched him play a game in a playoff game against the Giants in 1994. With a separated shoulder, he still ran for... 32 carries are 168 yards yep. in the rain and snow. You like that, Bill? Big homie. Oh. Ask Big Homie. He runs for 234 yards the year before that, 1993. We started 0 and 2 because he sat out for contract <clears throat> problems, but then he came back. He went on to win the MVP right. and Super Bowl MVP. Yes. Right. Yes. So I don't know what else you need. Yes, he got a couple, when he's on the field, we were got a couple weeks off. That's that's always good for a running back. Hey, Joe, is he Ooh, the greatest uh. running back of all time? <laughs> I, I, I've never seen, you know, I've been watching NFL since the late 80s. I've never seen anyone do it for that long, that dominant. So is he the greatest Ooh, back of all time? Was, or, or have you never seen somebody uh, do it for that long? Because Frank Gore is number I think three he's, all time. I, I think he's, I mean, he's, I think if Barry Sanders would have kept going, it would have been close between him and Barry Sanders. But other than that, wow. we'll never see anybody like him again. So, yeah. And I'm not just saying that because I'm a diehard Cowboy fan. <laughs> I have never ha- had my eyes on a better all-around performance Joe, appreciate the call. Uh, I, get, the, I give that round to Joe from Jupiter. I mean, I'm telling you. I don't know how you score around when a guy's just talking through rose-colored glasses. Like, can you talk through glasses? I don't know. Uh, by the way, I uh, met Emmett Smith one time at the Cabo San Lucas Airport. He was playing poker. That's uh, nice. Yeah, he, I got Love his it. autograph and a picture. It was cool. Really? He was a really good guy. You interrupted him trying to focus on do math, right? The poker table, the yeah. odds, his cards, and you asked for his autograph. It's yeah. great. Awesome job. Come Emmett on, dude. Smith. I, I was like 12, bro. <laughs> also, Emmett Smith, a really great Migos song. You should look it up. Mm. Deuce, right. Deuce Pocket Rocket, Emmett Smith. Uh, it's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. <laughs> I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. <laughs> From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Well, I've got a new person that I'm mad at in sports. 
Joe Lunardi? We've got problems. He's a numbers guy, right? ESPN's Joe Lunardi. He is the bracketologist at ESPN. He has put out his first bracket of the year in college basketball. I believe it's the first. His first four out feature Penn State, Rutgers, Ole Miss. Don't say it. Don't say it. And FAU. Oh. Florida Atlantic is on Joe Lunardi's first four out in bracketology. That's okay. Now, that's what I'm – I'm not unbelievably angry at that. I mean, one, if you've seen FAU play, you know they're in right now. Like, they're in. Yeah. And if they if the NCAA tournament started today, guess where FAU's going, Sweet 16. I said it. Wow. I said it. Also, they're going to be at auto bid anyway. What are we talking about? Damn right. Conference USA, you heard it here first. Two-bid league this year. That's all I'm saying. What are we talking about? Um, but Joe Lunardi in his first four out featuring Florida Atlantic, every other school has a logo next to their name. FAU is just blank. Uh, you mean to tell me you couldn't find the FAU mm. logo anywhere? ESPN and Joe Lunardi? Nowhere? You had no problem with the Ole Miss logo. Had no problem with the Penn State logo. Had no problem with the Rutgers logo. Hey, if you had a problem with the FAU logo, you know Ole Miss, that team that joins FAU first four out with this bracketology? Well, their current head football coach, he was at FAU, the school that you can't find a logo for. So just ask him. I'm sure he has something laying around. Talk to him. Lazy hacks yeah. at the Worldwide Leader. I am offended. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. And also, Stone, what do you know about FAU basketball? I know that they just continuously bust ass right. wide mm-hmm. open. And wow. as Theo would say, <laughs> I oh. can't wait to pound those guys. Because that's just all they do <laughs> to they whoever do. steps on mm-hmm. The court with that. That's this right. Is escalating. St. Thomas tomorrow, by the way, uh, visiting FAU at the Eleanor R. Baldwin Arena, 7 o'clock tip. St. Thomas FAUtickets.com. Not that St. Thomas. NAIA St. Thomas. Uh, and then. Not the Minnesota St. Thomas? No. Oh. Then it's FIU in the Conference USA opener Saturday, 2 o'clock. Come see FAU. I mean, beat the all living hell out of FIU, 2 o'clock Saturday, 866 FAUALS and FAUtickets.com. All right. The NBA has put Michael Jordan's name on its MVP award, okay? And that's fair. But now, the NFL, I wouldn't be surprised if they followed suit. They kind of like where Adam Silver's going with this whole thing, and now Raj, Raj is going to jump on board. But it has to be a retired player. And that excludes Tom Brady, the obvious answer for the NFL MVP award. And Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers for the NFL MVP Can't forget about Aaron. (laughs) <laughs> Which retired NFL player should have his name on the NFL MVP award? And hey, why don't we throw some defense, some love Ooh. as well? What defensive player, in addition, should have his name considered for the NFL MVP award? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Stone, where should we go here? Kevin in Lake Worth? Let's do Kevin in Lake Worth. Kevin is in Lake Worth. What's up, Kev? Doing good, doing good. So, <clears throat> defensive player, I think it's, I mean, pretty cut and dry, Lawrence Taylor. Okay. Um, yep. I, I don't think you can really argue that. <clears throat> uh, and then if we're going to go with the MVP, if we're not going with the person who's won the most in Peyton Manning and you, you don't want the recency bias, it has to go to Jim Brown, who won it three times uh, as a running back. Um, wow. Putting putting Emmett Smith anywhere near Jim Brown or Walter Payton, Barry Sanders just doesn't <laughs> doesn't good. do it for me. Come on, thank you. The I, guy, 
The guy, the guy. Look, this is not taking anything away from Emmett Smith. This is just saying he's not one of those guys. Mm. He had a Hall of Fame quarterback, Hall of Fame wide receiver, and that offensive line. I think had three or four yeah. just from that offensive line in the Hall of Fame as well. The guy had everything catered to him, and he took full advantage of it, no doubt. But if we're sitting here and we're saying I'm going to put Barry Sanders in that offense, or I'm going to put Jim Brown in that offense, or Walter Payton in that offense. Are they not going to do the same, if not better, than Emmitt Smith did? Better. Barry Sanders on that Cowboys team? I mean, stop. But but, Emmitt Smith was was a more physical back. He was a more north-south back. And I would argue that what he did predicated everything Troy Aikman, Michael Irvin, uh, Jay Novacek, they were able to do. Yeah, Yeah, predicated everything Michael Irvin, Troy Aikman. Ken, what about Ermit Smith, though? I want to know about Ermit. <laughs> Is that what I did? I say Ermit? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Um, all right, Kevin, appreciate the call. Come on, man. Y'all can't. Sorry, be- Leo. Yeah, yeah, I know. You're, <laughs> you're screwing up names and you're throwing guys like Emmett Smith in with the actual great, great greats. And it's just it's a little disrespectful when you talk about the Mount Rushmore of running backs. <laughs> All right. the Mount, don't do the Mount Rushmore thing. <laughs> <laughs> don't do the Mount Rushmore the big thing. Running back. Uh-huh. Chris in Riviera Beach. What's up, Chris? What's going on, guys? How are you? What's going on, brother? I'm going to go with some defensive guys. Okay. I got a couple of them. Um, I would like it to be named after maybe like a Brian, Dark, or Brian Dawkins or a... Uh, Brian, Brian Dawkins? Sean Taylor. Got it, got it. I thought you were saying Brian Bosworth at first. I'm like, uh, Chris, we need to nah. have a conversation. <laughs> okay. okay. No, no, no. Brian Dawkins, if you, if, if you ever seen him play... Yeah. I'm a Jets fan, so I'm gonna throw in. I'm gonna throw in some uh, Darrell Revis in there. Wow, mm-hmm. you're really going Revis, for it. Revis Island on the. You uh, are really going, going for it. Revis Island, really going for it. I, hey, I appreciate you. I love the confidence. Yeah, Brian Dawkins and Darrell Revis. Okay, I will say when I came Darryl up, Revis. who the hell's Darrell Revis? Darrell, Darrell. When I came Good up, stuff, <laughs> Stone, Ermit Smith, Darrell Revis, <laughs> Leo Dorsey, we're flying today. <laughs> Goodness. Uh, let's head to Kevin, this time in West Palm. What's up, Kevin? Hey, hey. What's going on, brother? Hey, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, Sam, you want, I could take up this whole segment really with <laughs> defense, but uh, I'm going to throw in a couple on you. How about Ronnie Lott? Ronnie Lott's a great one. Man cut yep. off his Ed damn tall Jones. fingers. Wait, who? Ed Too Tall Jones. Oh, we're going way back. All Ed right. Too Tall Jones. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. Lambert. Like Lambert. Yeah. Oh, Jack Lambert. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's that's good stuff. I'm sure you're, you were. I mean, I'm sure you remember Lyle Alzado. What? Yep. You betcha. Yep. I mean, yeah, Raiders. Theo, I, didn't hear, I can't even hear what, what was I'm, that. I'm, so what's happening here right now? Yeah, you're saying what's guys happening, that Kevin, the right 50s? now is you are you are what flexing you, you are flexing on Theo and Stone so hard yeah. um, with your your 60s and 70s football behaviors, which I think is awesome. But Theo is totally cool lost. Cool no, I mean he, it, has, it, he has no idea I'm who Lyle Alzado is. It, I mean it's fine. If we're gonna, <laughs> he has no I idea. 
I love it. I love it. No, 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 because this guy's it, not naming it, actual candidates. He's it, just flexing it, right now. It's I'm fine. Let's just throw Ray Ninsky in the mix then if we're going to keep this thing going. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, that was a good reach there, Stone. Yeah, like Jack Ham. I mean, we can go all day. <laughs> yeah, we, we okay. can go all day. I don't, I don't want to go all day on this. Let's I have a couple. Keep uh, it rolling. I'll go ahead. Jawan, Jawan Houston uh, intern here. He has a couple. Charles Woodson. Mm. Charles Woodson, Reggie White. LT, LT, who's been named. Now, LT, good- LT is probably, I would think, the one who's going to get the most votes here. Yeah, for sure. Now, Sean Taylor's name came up. If you want to make it a memorial award, either Sean Taylor or or Derek Thomas, I think those names. <laughs> yeah, give make it like a smaller award, like the most interceptions in a season award. A- <laughs> and give it to Sean. I mean, give it to like Trayvon Diggs. Give it to Sh- the Sean Taylor award. I love the idea of that. Sean Taylor, yeah, it would it would have to be something more specific. I I wouldn't. Feel good about giving him like MVP, and I'm a huge Sean Taylor guy, obviously. Chiefs but. fan, you not a Derek Thomas guy. <laughs> oh, wow. Derek it's Thomas. like you just became a Chiefs fan last <laughs> yeah, week. Yeah, well, well, Derek, but still, even Derek Thomas, it's like, all right, yes, there should be something else, maybe, but not MVP of the NFL. Like, yeah, Lawrence Taylor's oh, got the stats here. So now the MVP award means something. The regular season MVP award means something. Oh. Well, we're trying to make it mean something. We're trying to, we're trying to really, if we're going to do this, let's do it right, Ken. Stick, <laughs> stick with us. We'll keep taking your calls. We got, uh, we're, we're jammed up here. We'll keep taking your calls. I want to hear more retired players that should be on the NFL MVP award. And let's throw some defensive players out there as well. Lyle Alzado. 888 760 3776. 888 760 3776. He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 1063. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Ken LaVica Live here on ESPN 106.3. Spring training is coming. The world champion Houston Astros, they call the ballpark of Palm Beach is home. The Washington Nationals, they've called the ballpark of the Palm Beach is home while they're world champions as well. But this current iteration, Astros, they are the world champs, and they're going to be strutting through the ballpark of the Palm Beaches, spring training right around the corner. Tickets on sale now to see the Astros and the Nats. Ballparkpalmbeaches.com. The Astros and Nationals hosting teams like the Yankees and the Red Sox and more at the ballpark of the Palm Beaches. Ballparkpalmbeaches.com. Get your spring training tickets. See the best teams in baseball, including those champs from H-Town. Take the field in the 2023 city. at the ballpark of the Palm Beaches. Woo. Ballparkpalmbeaches.com. Deshaun Watson, H-Town. No, no, no. 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 The city. As, no. Theo, as Theo said yesterday, he's been excommunicated. He's been excommunicated. Oh, that's right. I that's talked right. to the mayor. All right. I talked to the mayor, and Bumby said he's done. <laughs> Bumby said he's done. <laughs> yeah. I talked to Trey the Truth. Uh-huh. Talked to Bumby. <laughs> he's that, out. He's out. So no more Deshaun Watson association with That's Houston. Right. Okay, just making sure. Just making sure. Yeah. Uh, one thing that um, crossed my mind uh, during the break: you realize that Mike Leach is going to the grave with an Egg Bowl championship in his possession. Yeah. Wow! Like how badass is that? In the in the the long annals of Mississippi football. Mike Leach is going to have a chapter unto himself because he is the only coach in the history of Mississippi State and Ole Miss to go to the grave with an Egg Bowl title in his possession. Mm. If that doesn't make him the patron saint of Mississippi football, I don't know what does. 
Like, that's actually legitimately badass yeah. and something that I think is going to add to the lore of that weird, weird game. And I, I think to add on to it, he did it as an underdog in that game. Wasn't that's even true. favored over those Rebels and went and got it done. Awesome. I, not that not that he has passed, but that that's a cool way to, like, frame that story. Yes, I yes, think. yes, for sure. Uh, we will talk with former FAU Athletic Director Craig Angelos right around 110. Uh, he tried to hire uh, Mike Leach to FAU in 2011 and was a classmate of his in college. So we'll talk with Craig Angelos in just over 10 minutes' time. Let's get back to the phone. Stone, we're jammed, so come come help me if you could. Uh, uh, talk we, to Damon in Jupiter. Damon in Jupiter. Damon, who's your retired NFL player? And give me someone on defense, too, to be uh, putting their name on that MVP trophy. Yeah, uh, well, it's David, not Damon. Sorry. But, uh, That's Stone's I, fault, by the yeah. way, just for the record. Thanks, Stone. <laughs> no the phones are uh, old. Day, day, I almost <laughs> no called it David again. Sorry, oh, David. Uh-huh. You know, I, I know who it should not be for sure. Uh, there's one quarterback that holds the most first-round losses in the playoffs. Nine out of the 15 times that Peyton Manning took teams to the playoffs, Uh-oh. they were bounced in the first round. Uh-oh. And if we want, and I'm from Indianapolis originally. <laughs> you know, if we if we look at people who attack Tom Brady. Because, oh, well, he had Belichick, Belichick, and he had all this talent around him. If you gave any quarterback that type of talent, you know, he would have won uh, that many Super Bowls, too. Well, they did give a a quarterback that level of talent, and his name was Peyton Manning, and he won one time in Indianapolis. That team was way better than the New Orleans Saints, and they got bounced. They lost in the Super Bowl. One Super Bowl out of all of that, and his second one was on the coattails of a defense. And Theo wants to put his name on the the damn MVP trophy. Yeah, damn right, because as we talked about earlier, this is a regular season trophy. And what did I say about Peyton Manning? The greatest regular season quarterback of all time, in my humble opinion. Nothing to do with all those first-round exits. And also, I think he does lead the NFL in all-time playoff losses as well. Appreciate you, David. Not Damon. David, I can I can sit here and rail on Peyton Manning all day as well if we want to, but we're talking about a regular season award. Rail on is what I said too. Uh-huh. Yeah, so yeah. next time we're talking about reg- <laughs> next time we're talking about regular season success, just keep some good optimistic energy about my boy Aaron Rodgers. Just I yes, love what you're doing here I with said. Peyton Manning. I know I'm just saying I <laughs> yeah, love what you're doing. I, love what you're doing here. I respect season, it. I yes. support it. Yes, Peyton Manning, sure. Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers. These are regular season savants. Mm-hmm. Just That's when right. The, when the playoffs come around, it just gets a little spooky. <laughs> Hope sound. That's where we find Matt. What's up, Matt? Hey, Ken. How you doing, man? Congratulations on the show, buddy. Appreciate you. Um, I had a question, kind of. Well, not a question, but I kind of, I, I had a, a kind of an all alternative uh, suggestion, kind of out of left field, okay. and got me thinking about prestigious, prestigious awards, and um, why not? Why not try? Why not do it like how they do the green jacket with the Masters? Name the name the award after after the previous uh, recipient, and then the previous recipient uh, awards it to the newest newest recipient. I kind of like that, and that's I kind of just that's that's yeah, you know not the bad. NFL NFL MVP awarded you know presented by insert player's name. That's I, I mean just. I like the Just idea. To make it kind of more prestigious. Sure, appreciate the call, Matt. Um, I don't think they name the jacket after the, yeah. the person who won. They have the person who won. They'll present the jacket. But 
I'd like that idea and make it a helmet. Could you imagine Patrick Mahomes taking off his helmet and putting it on Tua? Well, now that's this is now today's not the time to be to be presenting that hypothetical. Actually, I understand. That. I cannot imagine that. I cannot. I'm glad you asked that question. I'm unable to imagine that scenario happening. But thank you for for proposing that yeah. question to me. That's my, a great hypothetical. My timing on that hypothetical not great. This is like when my fiance asks, he's like, "Hey, if I'm a goldfish, do you still want to marry me?" I'm like. Well, it's it's impossible. <laughs> so, eh. should uh, should we go to to <laughs> Joe? Let's go to the big homie here on line one. Oh, big homie, what's up, homie? Hey, what's going on, y'all? Hey, why why my man was sounding like uh, Kevin Hart from Forty uh, Year Old Virgin when he was naming them old school players? <laughs> <laughs> He's like using a lot of big words. No, I'm gonna take them as disrespect. I'm gonna take that. So as let's disrespect. move on with this. <laughs> <laughs> nah, for real. Hey, I'm feeling but, that. Uh, real A, hey, fly Eagles fly real quick. You already know what it is. But uh, if we're going to talk MVP, as an Eagles fan, mm-hmm. you got to put uh, Joe Montana on the MVP trophy. Okay. Joe Montana. Mm. Got to go on there. And if we're going to say defensive players, I'm going to either go with Mean Joe Green, the cross, cross-town rival. Well, you got to go with Reggie White. Reggie White's a great Reggie one. And, and I mentioned uh, those who, who you're memorializing and appreciate the call, big homie. Yeah, I, I, Reggie White absolutely is in that discussion. Maybe. I mean, some would argue maybe more so than LT, I think. Joe? In Jupiter. Hey, yep. Joe, I'm just wondering if you uh, you heard what Theo uh, was saying about Emmett Smith. I'm just wondering. And Ermit Smith. Yeah, I've been, I've, been, I've, been, I've been hearing it. Yeah, I've been, I've been hearing it. It's, 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 just, it's been bullying on me for a little bit. I just not got a chance to call. Once yeah. again, he's hating on a team from Dallas. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just that's okay. That's really, okay. It's really Theo, have you ever seen him at Smith play? Have you ever seen Emma Smith play? Yes. No, no. Talk yes. to him, Joe. No, I he have. hasn't. Of course he has I not. Have literally. Who hasn't seen highlights of Emmett Smith? He saw Arizona <laughs> Cardinals. Okay, highlights. He saw okay. Phoenix Cardinals. Also, he saw I was about Phoenix to say, Cardinal I did see Emmett him play Smith. for the Cardinals. Yeah, yeah, I definitely saw him doing that. Okay, let me just give you some – let me just give you – first of all, he is the all-time leading rusher. Nobody will ever have as many yards as him That's ever. right. Okay. Nobody did it, do it as long as he has. And I watched him play a game in a playoff game in, 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 in a, against the Giants in 1994 with a separated shoulder. He still ran for – 32 carries or 168 yards yep. in the rain and snow. You like that, Dale? Big homie. Oh. Ask Big Homie. He runs for 234 yards the year before that, 1993. We started 0 2 because he sat out for contract mm. problems, but then he came back. He went on to win the MVP right. and Super Bowl MVP. Yes. That's right. yes. So I don't know what else you need. Yes, he got a couple, when he's on the field, we were got a couple weeks off. That's, that's always good for a running back. Hey, Joe, is he Ooh, the greatest uh. running back of all time? <laughs> I, I, I've never seen, you know, I've been watching NFL since the late 80s. I've never seen anyone do it for that long, that dominant. So is he the greatest Ooh, the shoulder. There was, or, or have you never seen somebody uh, do it for that long? Because Frank Gore is number three all time. I think he's, I mean, he's, I think if Barry Sanders would have kept going, it would have been close between him and Barry Sanders. But other than that, wow. we'll never see anybody like him again. So, yeah. And I'm not just saying that because I'm a diehard Cowboy fan. <laughs> I have never ha- had my eyes on a better all-around performance Joe, appreciate the call. Uh, I, give, the, I give that round to Joe from Jupiter. I mean, I'm telling you. I don't know how you score around when a guy's just talking through rose-colored glasses. Like, can you talk through glasses? I don't know. Uh, by the way, I uh, met Emmett Smith one time at the Cabo San Lucas Airport. He was playing poker. 
That's nice. Yeah, I got his autograph and a picture. It was really a really good guy. You interrupted him trying to focus on do math, right? The poker table, the odds, his cards, and you asked for his autograph. It's great. Awesome job. Come on, dude. I was like 12, bro. (laughs) Also, Emmett Smith, a really great Migos song. You should look it up. Mm. Deuce Deuce Pocket Rocket, Emmett Smith. Uh, It's Theodore, CWP TV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. (laughs) I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Ken LaVica Live here on ESPN 106.3. Spring training is coming. The world champion Houston Astros, they call the ballpark of Palm Beach's home. The Washington Nationals, they've called the ballpark of the Palm Beach's home while they're world champions as well. But this current iteration, Astros, they are the world champs, and they're going to be strutting through the ballpark of the Palm Beaches. Spring training right around the corner. Tickets on sale now to see the Astros and the Nats. Ballparkpalmbeaches.com. The Astros and Nationals hosting teams like the Yankees and the Red Sox and more at the ballpark of the Palm Beaches. Ballparkpalmbeaches.com. Get your spring training tickets. See the best teams in baseball, including those champs from H-Town. Take the field the in 2023 city. at the ballpark of the Palm Beaches. Woo. Ballpark Palm Beaches. Dot com. Deshaun Watson, H Town. No, 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 no. The city. As no. Theo, as Theo said yesterday, he's been excommunicated. He's been excommunicated. Oh, that's right. I that's talked right. to the mayor. All right. I talked to the mayor, and Bumby said he's done. <laughs> Bumby said he's done. <laughs> yeah. I talked to Trader True. Uh huh. Talked to Bumby. He's <laughs> out. He's out. So no more Deshaun Watson association with Houston. Right. Okay, just making sure. Just making sure. Yeah. It's- uh, one thing that um, crossed my mind uh, during the break, you realize that Mike Leach is going to the grave with an Egg Bowl championship in his possession. Yeah. Wow. Like, how badass is that? In, the, in the, the long annals of Mississippi football, Mike Leach is going to have a chapter unto himself because he is the only coach in the history of Mississippi State and Ole Miss to go to the grave with an Egg Bowl title in his possession. Mm. If that doesn't make him the patron saint of Mississippi football, I don't know what does. Like That's actually legitimately badass and something that I think is going to add to the lore of that weird, weird game. And I I think to add on to it, he did it as an underdog in that game. Wasn't even favored. Over those rebels and went and got it done. Awesome. I, not that not that he has passed, but that that's a cool way to like frame that story. Yes, I yes, think. yes, for sure. Uh, we will talk with former FAU athletic director Craig Angelos right around one ten. Uh, he tried to hire uh, Mike Leach to FAU in two thousand and eleven, and was a classmate of his in college. So we'll talk with Craig Angelos in just over ten minutes' time. Let's get back to the phone. Stone, we're jammed. So come. Come and help me if you could. Uh, talk we, to Damon in Jupiter. Damon in Jupiter. Damon, who's your retired NFL player? And give me someone on defense, too, to be uh, putting their name on that MVP trophy. Yeah, uh, well, it's David, not Damon. Sorry. But, uh, That's Stone's I, fault, by the yeah. way, just for the record. Thanks, Stone. <laughs> no the, the phones are uh, old. They, they, I almost <laughs> no called you Damon again. Oh, Sorry, David. Uh huh. You know, I, I know who it should not be for sure. Uh, there's one quarterback that holds the most first-round losses in the playoffs, nine out of the 15 times that Peyton Manning took teams to the playoffs, Uh-oh. they were bounced in the first round. Uh-oh. And if we want – and I'm from Indianapolis originally. <laughs> you know, if we, if we look at people who attack Tom Brady, 
because, oh, well, he had Belichick, Belichick and he had all this talent around him. If you gave any quarterback that type of talent, you know, he would have won uh, that many Super Bowls, too. Well, they did give a, a quarterback that level of talent, and his name was Peyton Manning, and he won one time in Indianapolis. Yeah. He was, that team was way better than the New Orleans Saints, and they got bounced. They lost in the Super Bowl. One Super Bowl out of all of that, and his second one was on the coattails of the defense. And Theo wants to put his name on the, the damn MVP trophy. Yeah, damn right, because as we talked about earlier, this is a regular season trophy. And what That's did I right. say about Peyton Manning? The greatest regular season quarterback of all time, in my humble opinion. Nothing to do with all those first-round exits. And also, I Nothing. think he does lead the NFL in all-time playoff losses as well. Appreciate so. you, David. Not Damon. David, I can I can sit here and rail on Peyton Manning all day as well if we want to, but we're talking about a regular season award. Rail on is what I said too. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. next time we're talking about reg- <laughs> next time we're talking about regular season success, just keep some good optimistic energy about my boy Aaron Rodgers. Just I yes, love what you're doing I here with said. Peyton Manning. I know. I'm just saying I love <laughs> yeah, what you're doing. Love what you're doing here. I respect season, it. Yes. I support it. Yes. Peyton Manning. Sure. Peyton Manning. Aaron Rodgers. These are regular season savants. Mm-hmm. Just That's when right. The, when the playoffs come around, it just gets a little spooky. <laughs> Home sound. That's where we find Matt. What's up, Matt? Hey, Ken. How you doing, man? Congratulations on the show, buddy. Appreciate you. Um, I had a question, kind of. Well, not a question, but I kind of, I, I had a, a kind of an all alternative uh, suggestion, kind of out of left field. Okay. And got me thinking about prestigious, prestigious awards, and um, why not? Why not try? Why not do it like how they do the green jacket with the Masters? Name the name the award after after the previous uh, recipient, and then the previous recipient uh, awards it to the newest newest recipient. I kind of like that, and I, I, I kind of just that's that's yeah, you know not the bad. NFL NFL MVP awarded you know presented by insert player's name. That's I, I mean just. I like the Just idea. To make it kind of more prestigious. Sure, appreciate the call, Matt. Um, I don't think they name the jacket after the, yeah. the person who won. They have the person who won. They'll present the jacket. But I like that idea and make it a helmet. Could you imagine Patrick Mahomes taking off his helmet and putting it on a Tua? But now that's not, this is now today's not the time to be to be presenting that hypothetical. Actually, I understand. That. I cannot imagine that. I cannot. I'm glad you asked that question. I'm unable to imagine that scenario happening. But thank you for for proposing that question to me. That's my, a great hypothetical. My timing on that hypothetical not great. This is like when my fiance asked, he's like, "Hey, if I'm a goldfish, do you still want to marry me?" I'm like, "Well, it's it's impossible." <laughs> so. Eh. Should uh, should we go to, to <laughs> Joe? Let's go to the big homie here on line one. Oh, big homie. What's up, homie? Hey, what's going on, y'all? Hey, why why my man was sounding like uh, Kevin Hart from uh, 40 Year Old Virgin when he was naming them old school players? <laughs> <laughs> He's like using a lot of big words. Totally. I'm going to take them as disrespect. I'm going to take that so as let's disrespect. Let's move on with this. <laughs> <laughs> nah, for real. Hey, I was feeling but, that. Uh-huh. Real A, fly Eagles fly real quick. You already know what it is. But uh, if we're going to talk MVP, as an Eagles fan, mm-hmm. you got to put uh, Joe Montana on the MVP trophy. Okay. Joe Montana. Mm. Got to go on there. And if we're going to say defensive players, I'm going to either go with 
Mean Joe Green, the crosstown rival. Well, Reggie you White. Go Reggie White. Mm-hmm. Reggie, go White. Yeah. Reggie White's go a great Reggie one. White. And and I mentioned uh, those who who you're memorializing and appreciate the call, big homie. Yeah, I, I Reggie White absolutely is in that discussion. Maybe I mean some would argue maybe more so than LT. I think Joe. In Jupiter. Hey, yep. Joe, I'm just wondering if you uh, you heard what Theo uh, was saying about Emmett Smith. I'm just wondering. And Emmett Smith. Yeah, I've been, I've, been, I've, been, I've been hearing it. Yeah, I've been, I've been hearing it. It's, 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 just, it's been bullying on me for a little bit. I just not got a chance to call. Once yeah. again, he's hating on any team from Dallas. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just that's okay. That's it's okay. Really, it's really Theo, have you ever seen Emmett Smith play? Have you ever seen Emma Smith play? Yes. No, no. Talk to him, Joe. No, he hasn't. Of course he has not. I have literally. Who hasn't seen highlights of Emmett Smith? He saw Arizona (laughs) Cardinals. Okay, He saw Phoenix Cardinals. Also, I was about to say, I did see him play for the Cardinals. Yeah, Yeah. I definitely saw him doing that. Okay, let me just give you some. Let me just give you, first of all, he is the all-time leading rusher. Nobody will ever have as many yards as him That's right. Nobody did do it as long as he has. And I watched him play a game in a playoff game against the Giants in 1994 with a separated shoulder. He still ran for... 32 carries, are 168 yards yep. in the rain and snow. You like that, Theo? Big homie. Oh. Ask big homie. He runs for 234 yards the year before that, 1993. We started 0 and 2 because he sat out for contract <clears throat> problems, but then he came back. He went on to win the MVP right. and Super Bowl MVP. Yes. That's right. So yes. I don't know what else you need. Yes, he got a couple, he's on the field, we were got a couple weeks off. That's that's always good for a running back. Hey, Joe, is he the greatest <laughs> running back of all time? <laughs> I, I, I've never seen, you know, I've been watching NFL since the late 80s. I've never seen anyone do it for that long, that dominant. So is he the greatest Ooh, running back of all shoulder. time? Was, or, or have you never seen somebody uh, do it for that long? Because Frank Gore is number I think three he's, all time. I, I think he's, I mean, he's, I think if Barry Sanders would have kept going, it would have been close between him and Barry Sanders. But other than that, wow. we'll never see anybody like him again. So, yeah. And I'm not just saying that because I'm a diehard Cowboy fan. <laughs> I have never ha- had my eyes on a better all-around performance Joe, appreciate the call. Uh, I, get, the, I give that round to Joe from Jupiter. I mean, I'm telling you. I don't know how you score around when a guy's just talking through rose-colored glasses. Like, can you talk through glasses? I don't know. Uh, by the way, I uh, met Emmett Smith one time at the Cabo San Lucas Airport. He was playing poker. That's nice. Yeah, he, I got his it. autograph and a picture. It was cool. Really? He was a really good guy. You interrupted him trying to focus on do math, right? The poker table, the yeah. odds, his cards, and you asked for his autograph. It's yeah. great. Awesome job. Come Emmett on, dude. Smith. I, I was like 12, bro. <laughs> also, Emmett Smith, a really great Migos song. You should look it up. Mm. Deuce, right. Deuce Pocket Rocket, Emmett Smith. Uh, it's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. <laughs> I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Ken LaVica Live here on ESPN 106.3. Spring training is coming. The world champion Houston Astros, they call the ballpark of Palm Beach is home. The Washington Nationals, they've called the ballpark of the Palm Beach is home while they're world champions as well. But this current iteration, Astros, they are the world champs, and they're going to be strutting through the ballpark of the Palm Beaches. Spring training right around the corner. Tickets on sale now to see the Astros and the Nats. Ballparkpalmbeaches.com. The Astros and Nationals hosting teams like the Yankees and the Red Sox and more at the ballpark of the Palm Beaches. Ballparkpalmbeaches.com. Get your spring training tickets. See the best teams in baseball, including those champs from H-Town. Take the field in the 2023. 
At the ballpark at the Palm Beaches. Woo. Ballpark Palm Beaches. Dot. Top. Deshaun Watson, H-Town! No, no, no. no. The city! As no. Theo, as Theo said yesterday, he's been excommunicated. He's been excommunicated. Oh, that's right. I that's talked right. to the mayor. All right. I talked to the mayor, and Bumby said he's done. <laughs> Bumby said he's done. <laughs> I talked to Trey the Truth. Uh-huh. Talked to Bumby. He's <laughs> out. He's out. So no more Deshaun Watson association with that's Houston. That's right. Okay, just making sure. Just making sure. Yeah. It's- oh, one thing that um, crossed my mind uh, during the break, you realize... That Mike Leach is going to the grave with an Egg Bowl championship in his possession. Yeah. Wow! Like how badass is that? In the in the the long annals of Mississippi football, Mike Leach is going to have a chapter unto himself because he is the only coach in the history of Mississippi State and Ole Miss to go to the grave with an Egg Bowl title in his possession. Mm. If that doesn't make him the patron saint. Of Mississippi football, I don't know what does. Like that's actually legitimately badass yeah. and something that I think is going to add to the lore of that weird, weird game. And I, I think to add on to it, he did it as an underdog in that game. Wasn't that's even true. favored over those rebels and went and got it done. Awesome. I, not that not that he has passed, but that that's a cool way to like frame that story. Yes, I yes, think. yes, for sure. Uh, we will talk with former FAU Athletic Director Craig Angelos right around 110. Uh, he tried to hire uh, Mike Leach to FAU in 2011 and was a classmate of his in college. So we'll talk with Craig Angelos in just over 10 minutes' time. Let's get back to the phone. Stone, we're jammed, so come, come help me if you could. Uh, Let's talk we- to Damon in Jupiter. Damon in Jupiter. Damon, who's your retired NFL player? And give me someone on defense, too, to be uh, putting their name on that MVP trophy. Yeah, uh, well, it's David, not Damon. Sorry. But, uh, That's Stone's I- fault, by the yeah. way, just for the record. Thanks, Stone. <laughs> no the, the phones are uh, old. Day, day. I almost <laughs> no called problem. Damon again. Oh, Sorry, David. Dang. Uh-huh. You know, I, I know who it should not be for sure. Uh, there's one quarterback that holds the most first-round losses in the playoffs. Nine out of the 15 times that Peyton Manning took teams to the playoffs, Uh-oh. they were bounced in the first round. Uh-oh. And if we want, and I'm from Indianapolis originally. <laughs> you know, if we if we look at people who attack Tom Brady. Because, oh, well, he had Belichick, Belichick, and he had all this talent around him. If you gave any quarterback that type of talent, you know, he would have won uh, that many Super Bowls, too. Well, they did give a uh, quarterback that level of talent, and his name was Peyton Manning, and he won one time in Indianapolis. Yeah. He was, that team was way better than the New Orleans Saints, and they got bounced. They lost in the Super Bowl. One Super Bowl out of all of that, and his second one was on the coattails of a defense. And Theo wants to put his name on the the damn MVP trophy. Yeah, damn right, because as we talked about earlier, this is a regular season trophy. And what did I say about Peyton Manning? The greatest regular season quarterback of all time, in my humble opinion. Nothing to do with all those first-round exits. And also, I think he does lead the NFL in all-time playoff losses as well. Appreciate you, David. Not Damon. David, I can I can sit here and rail on Peyton Manning all day as well if we want to, but we're talking about a regular season award. Rail on is what I said too. Uh-huh. Yeah, so yeah. next time we're talking about reg- <laughs> next time we're talking about regular season success, just keep some good optimistic energy about my boy Aaron Rodgers. Just I yes, love what you're doing here I with said. Peyton Manning. I know I'm just saying I love yeah, what you're doing. I, love what you're doing here. I respect season, it. I support yes, it. Yes, Peyton Manning, sure. Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers. These are regular season savants. Mm-hmm. Just That's when right. The, when the playoffs come around, it just gets a little spooky. <laughs> Home sound. That's where we find Matt. What's up, Matt? 
Hey, Ken. How you doing, man? Congratulations on the show, buddy. Appreciate you. Um, I had a question, kind of. Well, not a question, but I kind of, I, I had a, a kind of an all alternative uh, suggestion, kind of out of left field. Okay. And got me thinking about prestigious, prestigious awards, and um, why not, why not try, why not do it like how they do the green jacket with the Masters. Name the name the award after after the previous uh, recipient, and then the previous recipient uh, awards it to the newest newest recipient. I kind of like that, and I, I kind of just that's that's yeah, you know not the bad. NFL NFL MVP awarded you know presented by insert player's name. That's I, I mean just I like the just idea to make it kind of more prestigious. Sure, appreciate the call, Matt. Um, I don't think they named the jacket after the. Yeah. The person who won. They have the person who won, they'll present the jacket. But I'd like that idea and make it a helmet. Could you imagine Patrick Mahomes taking off his helmet and putting it on Tua? But now that's this is now today's not the time to be to be presenting that hypothetical. I, I understand. That. I cannot imagine that. I cannot. I'm glad you asked that question. I'm unable to imagine that scenario happening. But thank you for for proposing that yeah. question to me. That's my, a great hypothetical. My timing on that hypothetical, not great. This is like when my fiance Ashley's like, hey, if I'm a goldfish, do you still want to marry me? I'm like, well, it's, it's impossible. <laughs> so, eh. Should uh, should we go to, to <laughs> Joe? Let's go to the big homie here on line one. Oh, big homie. What's up, homie? Hey, what's going on, y'all? Hey, why, why my man was sounding like uh, Kevin Hart from uh, 40 Year Old Virgin when he was naming them old school players? <laughs> <laughs> He's like using a lot of big words. Don't. I'm gonna take them as disrespect. I'm gonna take that. So let's disrespect. move on with this. <laughs> <laughs> nah, for real. Hey, I was but, that. Real A, hey, fly Eagles fly real quick. You already know what it is. But uh if we're gonna talk MVP as an Eagles fan, mm-hmm. you gotta put uh Joe Montana on the MVP trophy. Okay. Joe Montana. Mm. Gotta go on there. And if we're gonna say defensive players, I'm gonna either go with Mean Joe Green, the cross, cross-town rival. Well, Reggie you White. Go Reggie White. Mm-hmm. Reggie, go Reggie, yeah. White. Reggie White's a great Reggie one. White. And and I mentioned uh, those who who you're memorializing and appreciate the call, big homie. Yeah, I, I Reggie White absolutely is in that discussion. Maybe. I mean, some would argue maybe more so than LT, I think. Joe? In Jupiter. Hey, yep. Joe, I'm just wondering if you uh, you heard what Theo uh, was saying about Emmett Smith. I'm just wondering. And Emmett Smith. Yeah, I've been, I've, been, I've, been, I've been hearing it. Yeah, I've been, I've been hearing it. It's, 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 just, it's been bullying on me for a little bit. I just not got a chance to call. Once yeah. again, he's hating on 18 from Dallas. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just that's okay. That's really, okay. It's really Theo, have you ever seen him at Smith play? Have you ever seen Emma Smith play? Yes. No, no. Talk yes. to him, Joe. No, I he have. hasn't. Of course he has I not. I have literally. Who hasn't seen highlights of Emmett Smith? He saw Arizona <laughs> Okay, highlights. He saw okay. Phoenix Cardinals. Also, he saw I was about Phoenix to say, Cardinal I did see him Smith. play for the Cardinals. Yeah, yeah, I definitely saw him doing that. Okay, let me just give you some. Let me just give you, first of all, he is the all-time leading rusher. Nobody will ever have as many yards as him That's ever. right. Okay. Nobody did it, do it as long as he has. And I watched him play a game in a playoff game in, 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 in a, against the Giants in 1994 with a separated shoulder. He still ran for... 32 carries are 168 yards yep. in the rain and snow. You like that and deal? Ask big homie. Oh. Ask big homie. He runs for 234 yards the year before that. 1993, we started 0-2 because he sat out for a contract mm. problems. But then he came back. He went on to win the MVP That's right. and Super Bowl MVP. Yes. That's right. So yes. I don't know what else you need. 
Yes, he got a couple, well, he's on the field, we were got a couple weeks off. That's that's always good for a running back. Hey, Joe, is he the greatest running back of all time? I, I, I've never seen – you know, I've been watching NFL since the late 80s. I've never seen anyone do it for that long, that dominant. So is he the greatest running back of all time? Was, or, or have you never seen somebody uh, do it for that long? Because Frank Gore is number I think three he's all time. I, I think he's – I mean, he's. I think if Barry Sanders would have kept going – it would have been close between him and Barry Sanders. But other than that, wow. we'll never see anybody like him again. So, yeah. And I'm not just saying that because I'm a diehard Cowboy fan. <laughs> I have never ha- had my eyes on a better all-around performance. Joe, appreciate the call. Uh, I, get, the- I give that round to Joe from Jupiter. I mean, I'm telling you. I don't know how you score around when a guy's just talking through rose-colored glasses. Like, can you talk through glasses? I don't know. Uh, by the way, I uh, met Emmett Smith one time at the Cabo San Lucas Airport. He was playing poker. That's nice. Yeah, I got his autograph and a picture. It was really, he was a really good guy. You interrupted him trying to focus on do math, right? The poker table, the odds, his cards, and you asked for his autograph. It's great, awesome job, Emmett Smith. I I was like twelve, bro. (laughs) Also, Emmett Smith, a really great Migos song. You should look it up. Mm. Deuce, Deuce, Pocket Rocket, Emmett Smith. Uh, it's Theodore CWP TV News Channel Five, WFLX Fox Twenty (laughs) Nine. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN One Hundred Six Three.